0: Lob Talk Radio. Lob
1: Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth radio broadcast with Michael Boldea.
0: All right, welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth radio broadcast. I am your ever humble host, Michael Boldea. And once more, it is good to be with you. Another week has come and gone, and we're still here. Uh, it's becoming a pattern. But uh, things are happening in the world. Things are happening in this country. And uh, there's a theory that I want to float with you. Uh, if, if I was a conspiracy theorist, uh, it would be... Uh, Hitting all the all, all all the right pressure points at this juncture, uh, because there's already a growing whisper of a new Chinese virus emerging, and uh, apparently now it's uh, hitting the old and the young. It's uh, some sort of uh, new pneumonia that is. Uh, apparently filling up all the Chinese hospitals. Uh, people are beside themselves once more. And I have a theory to posit. Uh, it may not be a popular theory, but me thinks that chances are better than good that it will prove itself to be true, like so many of the theories uh, that we thought, conspiracies of late, that turned out to be absolute truth. Uh, by the way, another football player, I guess 22-year-old, died suddenly today. Uh, he's, uh, I guess he was from Minnesota. There we go, University of Minnesota football player dies unexpectedly at 22 years of age. There have been quite a few of those recently, uh, because if every other week you're hearing about two or three unexpected deaths of young people that are taking place uh, in in the collegiate atmosphere or someone who's uh, quasi-famous going to the great beyond unexpectedly and unexplainably, Uh, then you know that there's a lot of average folk that are just dying that nobody notices Uh, because everyone uh, tends to memorialize the famous. They tend to remember the day a famous person passed. But for us uh, average peons, for us peasants, other than family and friends, who really remembers? Allow me to take a sip from my delicious beverage. It is not black. It has a little honey and a little milk in it, because uh, it was just one of those days. I woke up early, did some work, came into the office, and I thought to myself, some coffee with honey and milk would be amazing. So here it is. Allow me to sip, and we're going to get into a couple of stories, because it's, it's interesting. And I'm going to ask you to go on this journey with me. I'm going to ask you to follow along and tell me if uh, you're seeing it the same way. that is hot okay so new chinese virus is making its way through china currently uh but don't expect it to remain there when uh, the whole uh corona thing started i warned you about it i said look keep an eye on this thing in china it's going to float into europe and into the u.s i never expected it uh, to have the reaction that it did i never expected the nefarious people in charge to try to use it to 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 get so much control but uh let's let's lay this foundation first if you were a nation without scruples if you were a nation whose uh only desire was to at some point rule the world and you'd be willing to do anything in order to obtain it, what are the lengths to which you would go to tip the scales as much as you wanted in favor of one presidential candidate or another? That's question number one. Question number two is this. Of all the people running for president, and right now there's only two, there's a man with dementia that has to read his name in his own brown underwear, that likes ice cream and keeps bragging about beating up corn pop. And then there's another guy, a former president, who, although close to the same age as the man with dementia, still has a pep in his step. Uh, He can still put a sentence together. So when I say of all the people running for president, because let's face it, Chris Christie, he he has a better shot of losing weight on his Krispy Kreme diet than he does on on, on being the Republican nominee for the president of the United States. Nikki Haley, same thing. Uh, I held out a little bit of hope for Ron DeSantis, but he seems to have torpedoed his chances. Uh, because again, sound bites are sound bites you 've got to have longevity in this thing you you have to have tough skin you know, you can 't let it get under your skin you know so what if the man wears lifts i mean it goes something to his whole you know the way he sees himself and the whole self esteem thing. but in the end, if he does own you know wear lifts in his boots uh own up to it and say, ha, I'm two inches taller and feel great about myself. Why not? But yeah, Ron DeSantis seems to have deflated. So right now it's a two-person race. Whoever's going to be the Democrat nominee and the big orange man. So if you were China looking at this thing, knowing what you went through for four years with the big orange man, who would you want to be the next president of these United States? The big orange man, or someone that is easily malleable, that is uh, likely being blackmailed due to things that his uh, drug-addicted son, also the smartest man he's ever met, did in China. And, And that's the question that we have to answer. So what would the Chinese be willing to do, A, and who would they prefer to be the President of the United States? And that was the jump-off point that I, I, I went down a rabbit trail on, because this new uh, respiratory disease is, is quite suspicious. It's not as though uh, pneumonia is something new, but apparently... Uh, all the Chinese hospitals are full. And it's amazing how even though the Chinese have a lock on any information coming out of China, you can find pictures of these people on every website. You can find testimonials on how this is the worst thing ever. So that's a little suspicious to me, that even though China is the most controlled country in the world currently, Somehow, the information about this, this new, easily spreadable disease that affects the young and the old again uh, is, is getting out of China. So remember back, it wasn't that long ago, that I told you they'd try the whole coronavirus thing locked down again. They did. Uh, they, they, they were floating balloons once in a while. Oh, it's the season. Everyone's got it, including your puppies. And nobody cares. People are, you know, drinking out of spittoons and bars right now. They don't care anymore. They realize it's not that bad. It's a little cough. It's a little fever. It's a little flu. But unless you're, uh, you know, immunocompromised, you're going to be all right. So they floated that idea first, shutdowns based on uh, old fears. And I thought they'd go straight to city burning. When that didn't work, when people resisted the idea of being masked and locked down again, I thought they'd just go straight to burning cities. But it seems as though the Chinese have stepped in trying to help the Biden administration, and a new strain of something nefarious is bubbling out of the Chinese uh, epicenter. And wouldn't you know it, by the time it makes its way to North America and it starts infecting the population, it'll be close enough to election time where they have no other choice but to do mail-in ballots again. They have no other choice but to start shutting things down because it's for your safety, don't you know? So... I find this entire thing highly suspicious, and if I were a conspiracy theorist, I could readily see how the U.S. media will start pumping this new uh, whatever it is. They haven't haven't given it a title yet, but I'm sure a title is forthcoming. Have no fear, they have titles aplenty that will scare the average Joe. And I think uh, we're looking at a very interesting uh, summer and fall. The winter's the winter. You know, most, most of the country deals with snowfall and shoveling driveways. But once the warm weather starts coming back, get it March, April, May, you're going to start to see the big push. Remember back in 2020 when this whole thing started, when they were saying they were refrigerated morgues, mobile refrigerated morgues in New York, and the nurses in New York were doing TikTok videos and uh, synchronized dancing because they had nothing to do. A new wave of that idiocy is coming. Now, I don't think they have a quote-unquote vaccine that they can push for it, but for the safety of the population, because you are incapable of making your own decisions, They're going to have to resort to mail-in ballots, you know, because everything, I mean, free and fair elections, people. Like uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton said, before we can sit down to the negotiation table, everyone on the other side has to acknowledge that this was a completely above-board election and that Jose Robinet Biden was duly elected fair and square. Uh, So, uh, you know, come December or January of not 2024, but 2025, you should go check if your dead grandma uh, came out of her grave to vote for Mr. Robinette Biden or whoever the the, the cut in, the cut out, the shill, the straw man is going to be. Because I don't know if uh, he's going to make it that far. I think the knives are out for Mr. Robinette Biden. I think he's... uh, as I've said before, I think he's a bitter old man that's going to cling to it for as long as he can. Uh, he doesn't have the intellectual aptitude to understand what's going on in the world. And also, as I've said, uh, right now they're, they're looking for the first chance and opportunity to throw Israel under the bus. Uh, the last thing I heard was that uh, the Biden policy on uh, the Middle East, is that they want to leave Hamas intact. Which, uh, no. Look, don't, don't kill children, don't kill women, don't kill innocent people. But as far as Hamas is concerned, I, I have no mercy for them. Either denounce Hamas or suffer the consequences. Leaving them intact, I do not believe is an option for Israel. Because if they do, whether tomorrow or the day after or at some point in the near or distant future, there's going to be a repeat of what happened in October. So, deal with the problem. Look, you can't you cannot ignore it. You can't pretend it doesn't exist and you can't minimize they are constant diatribes about wanting to see you dead, buried, destroyed, and gone. So there really are no options but to do away with Hamas. And as I predicted, I, I'm not, I'm not going to take the credit, it's just my intellectual mind, But as I told you, the Biden administration is now pressuring the Israelis to leave Hamas intact and in power, which is the worst possible thing that can happen. We have... Show me a place in the world that's not having an issue right now. There isn't any. Ireland, did you hear what's happening in Ireland? And and again... I I don't know how drunk the Irish people were on election day, but some of the people that they elected to office and the things that are coming out of their mouths, is just skitty, man. Is just skitty. I mean, there's a lady going up there just straight-faced. It wasn't a joke. It wasn't a skit. Straight-faced. She's standing up there. She's going, "Uh, yeah, we we have to restrict your freedoms because, you know, for for the good of everyone – Uh, And the whole thing started because some, uh, what is it, Algerian immigrant, I think it was? An Algerian immigrant stabbed a couple of Irish kids and a woman, and it was ugly. This man had been in Ireland for 20 years, never held down a job. Always been off off the government dole for 20 years. Then he wakes up one morning and goes, these people have been feeding me for 20 years. Why don't I try to kill a few of their kids? And obviously, the average Irish citizen uh, didn't like this very much. Now, this is only the beginning of what will be a global phenomenon. And the reason isn't because people are suddenly so hateful of immigrants. No. No. The issue will be resources. See, when you go into the store and there's less food and it's more expensive every day, when it gets harder and harder for you to feed your family and your children, and then you have somebody that is living in your country on on your taxpayer dollar or euro or whatever the Irish use. I know they don't use the dollar. They likely use the euro. I do believe it is. I I don't think they do the pound, even though England uh, separated. Uh, Yeah, it's the euro. Let's call it that. Uh, When you see people grifting off the government, living high on the hog, and then doing violence to the people that are paying for their rent, that are paying for their food, that are paying for everything else, how do you expect them to react? Look, things will get more violent throughout the world because resources will continue to be less and less available. And when it becomes an existential issue, when it becomes a, a battle, a war over resources rather than principle, because let's face it, there's no politician that has principles. Come on. If you think that any elected official is a principled individual, then you were never privy to the backroom dealings that all of them have gone through. And for better or worse, horrible as he might be to some, the reason they detest the big orange man, the reason they hate him to to the core of their being is because he wouldn't play their game. He wouldn't sit down in the back room and try to make a deal when every single one of them did. Let that sink in. I know, but he's so, he's so crude. Yeah, well, nobody's perfect, as they would say in Jamaica. I don't know. I've never been to Jamaica, but I'm assuming that's the accent. You're welcome. World history, Jamaican accents, I do it all. Now, Rather than their elected officials looking at the situation and going, uh, the Irish people have a legitimate bone to pick. The Irish people have a legitimate grievance that people living off of their tax money are stabbing their kids in the face. A city councilor, Ireland said, shoot the rioters in the head. Beat them until they die. Now, by rioters, he meant the Irish citizens that are protesting the murder of their kids. You, gotta, you thought it was only in America. You thought only Americans elected idiots to office like Maxine Waters. Nay, nay, apparently it's an epidemic that is of global proportions. The Irish political establishment has generally responded with more disgust to the Dublin riot last week than the mass stabbing that presaged it. Well, it's, it should be preceded it, but, you know, some people don't know how to spell. But none, as strongly perhaps as councilmen, and listen to the name of the councilman. It sounds like a very Irish name. Councilman Abul Kalam Azad al I mean, that's, that's as uh, Irish as Johnny O'Malley. It's, uh, you know, hi, my name is Johnny O'Malley. I'm sixth generation Scottish and Irish. My name is Councilman Abul Kalab Azad Al-Lukar. I'm too Irish. Anyway, just saying, I know we don't learn from history. Why would we? Pooh poo history, they didn't know what they were doing. Every empire that allowed an influx of people from other nations to come into their country and slowly uh, get for themselves more and more power collapsed under the weight of its own stupidity. Because Mr. Abdul Kalam Azad has no love for the Irish people. He couldn't care less for the O'Malley's or the O'Shanahan's. So in his rage that the Irish people did not applaud the murder of children in their own country... He said those protesting should uh, be shot in the head and beaten until they die. Oh, that's what you get. It's what you get. Because, you know, I know with arms wide open, we welcome everybody. I'm sure at some point you welcomed uh, either the father or Mr. Abdul Kalamazata Lugter himself into Ireland. And now his uh, singular desire is that you be shot in the head and beaten until you die. And, of course, the reason for this is because Mr. Abdul or Abul, it's not even Abdul, it's Abul. His daddy misspelled his first name. It's Abul Kalam. Mr. Abul Kalam, uh, you know, he hates hate so much that... He just wants to see the rioters shot in the head and beaten until they're dead. Because that's how much of a hater of hate he is. Let's, let's read this a little bit. And then we've got some, uh, well, you know, spiritual juggernauts of the modern era. Uh, I saw one that, that tickled me pink. Uh, what was it? Uh, another, again, It's not my fault, it's a woman. But another prophetess says that she was uh, teleported to the Garden of Eden, and she spoke with Eve. Now, we're going to read that one too, because I think it's funny, but just imagine how mind-bending it would have been if she says that she convinced Eve not to eat the fruit thereby changing the future of mankind. So you are, in theory, immortal, but because you were raised believing that you were mortal, you expire. I know. I should write one of these sci-fi... I, ah, so many things to do. So I, I only have so much time. I've been waking up at 3 o'clock is the latest. This morning I was up at 2.15. I've been waking up early in the morning to try to get everything done. I've got so many ideas boiling in my head, it's ridiculous. You could actually write a sci-fi novel based on the lunacy of some of these uh, prophetesses. (laughs) I mean, wow, just the, the whole changing of the past to affect the future. What if she goes and meets herself while in the womb? Would that affect the way that she is born? I, it's, wow. We're going to get into that. But first, we, we have to read about the love that uh, Mr. I can't, oh, mercy. Uh, that, that Mr. Abul Kalam Azad Talukdir Uh, is showing to to, to the Irish people the, the sympathy and compassion that he has for those who've lost their children and those children that were traumatized. Pardon me while I sip. Limerick, counselor. There's actually a place called Limerick in Ireland. O'Shaughnessy. Why couldn't it be O'Shaughnessy? No, Mr. Tolukter, who responded to last Thursday's riots by declaring, hate will never win, of course not, except when the hate is coming from you, appears susceptible to the emotion himself having also ranted that protesters should be shot and beaten to death. Irish outlets, including uh, GRIPT and the Limerick Post, have reported on remarks made by Councillor Azad Dalukter, chairman of the Metropolitan District of Limerick, and businessman and taxi driver by trade. Isn't this a man that, that wears so many hats he has to walk around with a suitcase full of them? He's a businessman and a taxi driver. What's your business, sir, if you have to drive taxi? While being a counselor in Limerick. His incendiary remarks were made at the City and Country Council on Monday. He said as follows. I strongly believe that this is not the face of Ireland. I'm trying to do his accent. Now, if he doesn't have this kind of accent, sincerest apologies, but by the inherent evidence at hand, given that his name is Abul Kalam, and that he's a taxi driver in Ireland, the way I picture this man speaking is thusly. I strongly believe that this is not the face of Ireland, This is just some criminals looting the shops, indeed, after Irish children got stabbed in the face. I don't think they follow an ideological purpose. They come to the streets and just rob. They should get punished. Not even an animal does this kind of thing. It is very shameful, and they should get public punishment. I'd like to see them shot in the head or bring to the public and beat them until they die. So I'm assuming by his uh, last uh, few words that Mr. Abud is not native Irish born. I mean, his name might have given it away, and his chosen profession of taxi driver, uh likely did as well. But the kind of places where you see people getting dragged out in public and beat to death, Aren't really known as Irish hotspots. It's not Ireland or Scotland, not even Australia or New Zealand. I'm assuming that Mr. Uh, Abul Kalam is either a migrant himself or his daddy uh, taught him all the good things he needed to learn about being a peaceful Muslim. A labor counselor reported to Taluk Dirth, remarkable intervention, stating, you can't call for people to be shot in the council chamber. Really? But you can in Pakistan. Yes, you can in Pakistan and Iran and all those nice places where all the pro-Hamas uh, homosexual lobby wants to go. You know what? We should start a fund. Plane tickets, free plane tickets. If you can prove that you are um, a sexual deviant and you are pro-Hamas, we will give you a free coach ticket to go to the place of your dreams where you can uh, embrace Islam and its uh, peacefulness, its uh, acceptance, its uh, embracing of your lifestyle. So uh we, we somebody should get on that. I I'll be the first to donate $20. I know you know I'm a big spender, kids. Generosity is a learned trait. So 20 bucks on me to uh, for plane tickets for uh people uh, wanting to go and embrace the way of Allah. Uh but you have to uh well you don't have to prove it to me, but I'm sure I could tell by the limp-wristedness that you have a certain uh, sexual proclivity. So there's that. But that is hilarious. A labor counselor responded to the Lucter's remarkable intervention, stating, you can't call for people to be shot in the council chamber. Uh, well, you're welcome, Ireland. And if you think uh, it's bad in Ireland you have no idea the nightmare that places like Italy and Austria and Germany and France are going to become when things start going from bad to worse. You just, you have no idea. So, as uh, The old saying goes, we've only just begun. Now, there... <laughs> uh, I think the reason this thing in Ireland has gotten so much heat is because uh, former, uh, I guess current, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not an MMA guy. I don't watch, the, the thing that I enjoy is power slap. I don't like seeing people boxing or kickboxing. Just one guy standing there with his hands behind his back and another guy just slapping him across the face. That's my entertainment every once in a while. So I'm not an MMA guy, but apparently uh, this guy was pretty famous in his uh, circle. Conor McGregor. That's, that's, another, that's an Irish name. I mean, if you, if you, if you want to judge someone's ethnicity by their name, Conor McGregor is a pretty Irish name, uh, and he got into this, and, uh, well, he wasn't very peaceable about it, and uh, apparently, <laughs> oh, the comments of uh, Mr. Uh, Azad Talukder uh, reached his ear, and he was uh, none too happy about it wow and this is ireland it's a tiny country kids if you got nationwide protests like this going on in germany or in france it'll it'll cripple the country in 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 24 hours flat it's not even huh anyway what shall we talk of next china china I know. Look, uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have an OJ moment. Remember, uh, after he allegedly didn't kill his uh, ex-wife and her boyfriend, he actually wrote a book uh, called "If I'd Done It," uh, and and it was close to publication, and they pulled it off the shelves because it was basically a confession. Uh, I mean, you know, if, if he'd done it, uh he would have done it a lot like the guy who did it. If you know what I mean. <laughs> uh so I were uh the chubby fellow from China, having just come off a meeting with uh a governor Gavin Newsom in San Francisco and also uh, some of the Biden representatives. I think he met with Biden, too, but not that Joe would remember. He was like, my ice cream? Um, if I were he, and uh, I looked upon the American electorate, and I saw that even Black Lives Matter leaders are endorsing Donald Trump, this is not a joke. This is not a funny, this is actually, go look it up. Black Lives Matter leaders are endorsing Donald Trump for president. If I were uh, the Pooh Bear looking fellow from China, and I saw this going on, and I saw the unhappiness of the average American, and I saw that, what is it, a Big Mac value meal is like 18 bucks in some places? Take meat and I I understand sesame seed buns are cool. But eighteen bucks for a Big Mac value meal? You look rather than waste that kind of money, gas station grilled cheese one hundred forty nine, you're welcome. I just saved you sixteen dollars and fifty one cents. I did the math in my head. By the way, if you really want to be scared about the future You don't have to consider nuclear bombs and mushroom clouds. Go to a cashier that's under 25, give them a bill larger than what you're owed, and then do the math in your head and tell them how much they owe you in change. And when they look at you like you performed some kind of wizardry, when they look at you as though you were a magician, when they look at you as though you were Albert Einstein reincarnate and in the flesh, that's when you should be afraid. Because if you tell me that I owe you seventeen thirty-three, and I give you a twenty-dollar bill, and I say, "Yeah, you, you know, you owe me two dollars and sixty-seven cents," and her eyes go big, and how'd you know that? that's the moment when you should quake in your boots. Because the generation that's up and coming, kids, that's scary. That's scary, scary. So, uh, by the by, in case you don't understand, how collusion works in case you don't understand how certain government entities can be used to sway elections i ran across this and this is recent this is Oh, by the way, today is a recorded program. It is uh, the last day of November. We made it. November 30th, 2023. So it's airing today. But after decades on the market, the FDA declared that the active ingredients in popular cold medicines like Dayquil, Mucinex, Sudafed, and Theraflu is ineffective. CVS and other pharmacies are pulling the product from store shelves. We started the program talking about a new wave of something nasty coming out of China. It has to do with uh, flu-like symptoms, respiratory issues, coughs and such. I'm sure... It's just coincidence that the FDA just declared that Dayquil, Mucinex, Sudafed, and Theraflu are ineffective. So if you're anywhere near a Costco, kids, they still have the Theraflu. I'd suggest you go buy a pack or 5. Keep them nice and warm, dry somewhere. Uh, it's a, it'll be a profitable item. Come next fall. Understand that, and I've I've said I keep repeating myself because I need to make the point. The more the polling is in the favor of the Republican Party come the next elections, the more desperate these people are going to get. This is a sign of utmost desperation. So, while the mysterious pneumonia is ripping through Chinese schools and is sparking fears among scientists, nobody should be able to call themselves a scientist anymore. The moment the scientific community Didn't come out and say there's only two genders. You lost all credibility. You call yourself a scientist and I'm holding a pie. You're getting a pie in the face. So, this is uh, unbelievable. Okay, so they're removing reliable over-the-counter medications and supplements. Uh. While this mysterious pneumonia is ripping through China, and again, it's about a 30-day lag time. I think that by, uh, oh, I don't know, January, mid-February, you're going to start seeing it. Not so much in the colder states, because cold uh, has a tendency of uh, killing off such viruses. But uh, California, Florida, you know, the always sunny places, they're probably going to get hit pretty good. Uh, Texas, I, I know, nobody's voting Democrat in Texas. If it's all mail-in voting, and for every one live person, six dead people vote, and then, you know, just as people are starting to wake up to the reality that this thing might have been eh, juiced a little bit, <gasps> January 6th, look at that, it's an insurrection. Yep, it's done, all right. Mr. Biden, this way. Raise your hand. No, the other one. You're president. I'm just saying, I'm not advocating. I'm not agreeing with. I'm just saying that from a guy looking from the outside in, uh, is looking mighty suspicious. So the fact that they're already pulling cold medicine from the shelves, when this thing is likely to hit U.S. shores in about 30 days, uh I'll give you odds if you want. I'm not a betting man, but you know, for every donut, I'll give you five that they're going to try another shutdown by the time the next elections roll along. Why everything, everything they're doing right now shows you the level of panic that the people pulling the strings are exhibiting. Norway, did you see the guy that got elected in Norway right after Argentina? All, all the global planners, all the, the, the guys that look like they're in Star Trek suits talking about you're going to own nothing and be happy, they're pooping their diapers. Because they realize the average Joe isn't, isn't buying into any of this. The average citizen wants to be left alone, not be controlled by idiots like Bill Gates, who want to, what, explode dust into the ether to slow down the sun because global warming. Do you understand the level of lunacy some of these people exhibit? And just because they have money, people show them deference. Well, yes, Mr. Bill, right this way. And the guys that are moving the pieces together are realizing, hold on, things aren't going our way with all the cheating and the bribing and everything else we've been doing. There's enough people still with a head on their shoulders that the guy, Millie, got elected in uh, Argentina, and this other guy in Norway, dude, this guy in Norway is hardcore. If he's going to keep his word, he's going to start kicking people out of the country just based on ethnicity. Is it right? Is it wrong? Not my place to say. His country, he's president, he won. Again, I don't have a problem with immigration. As long as the people attempting to immigrate want to come into the country and and assimilate, not destroy it from within. As long as the individual comes and wants to get a job and wants to be productive productive, not, not be off the government teat for 20 years and start stabbing kids in the face. Tell me where I'm wrong in this. Is it too much to ask? All right. I don't, I don't want to get too heated because I'm already drinking coffee and wearing a hoodie. So, uh, you know, it's too cold outside to sweat. Even though sweat's good for you, they say, I don't know. I, I've been having these conversations with my wife. She's like, you should have something green. Like, eh, they, 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 I saw one moldy grilled cheese sandwich and it had some green on it, but I wouldn't have eaten it. You know, that's not what I mean. I know, but eh, everyone likes different things. Godspeed with you and your kale. So, Anne Latour, I know. It sounds like a woman's name. Pretend it's not, just so you don't get offended. Anne Latour is a charismatic ministry leader. I'm sure that if you read her LinkedIn page, she's also a, a, a mentor to leaders and a leader of leaders, because nobody can just be a follower of Christ. That's hacky nowadays. Why follow when you can lead? Well, because the Bible says so not the point nobody's gonna follow a follower they have to follow a leader well, whatever helps you sleep at night anyway back to Anne latour who uh she got to meet eve have you met eve no see eh? already more special than you. i i haven't met eve either so i'm 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 just a putt all right i'm i'm just a peon like like you folk so this, this is why we get along. It's uh, one, one peon speaking to another peon, one follower speaking to other followers. I, I can't claim to be a leader like Anne Latour. I, I, I can't claim to have a global ministry and, you know, what is it, tear down strongholds, all the cliches that these people spit out that you just want to, I, I just headbutt them in the face just to see a tooth knocked loose. Uh, Anne Latour. Latour is a charismatic ministry leader, perhaps best known for traveling the country with Sean Fouche. I don't know who Sean Fouche is, but apparently he's famous enough for Anne Latour, leader of leaders, to have traveled with him. Uh, And the Let Us worship team. Ooh, she's operating as their spiritual lawyer. What What exactly is a spiritual lawyer? I guess we'll find out. I'm waiting for a spiritual masseuse to come along. I know. See, juvenile. I can't believe... Stop. I didn't mean it that way. Okay. She's operating as their spiritual lawyer. Her shtick is doing intercession in the courts of heaven. I see. So she's she she's uh, the female version of Moses. Basically, she intercedes for for the the people when the people go awry. Uh, we Jesus came, Holy Spirit. No, no, not no, no. We're just. We're going, well, she met Eve, so yeah, she's fully Old Testament. She's not even, forget that. You don't need an, you need an intercession. You need an intercessor. You need a spiritual lawyer. This is my card. Call me anytime. Do you feel like if you stand before the gates of heaven, St. Peter's going to go, nope, takes a slide. Give me a call. I'll fix it all. I'm your spiritual lawyer, and I haven't lost a case yet. Not that I know of. Anyway, let's get into this because we don't have much time left. We've droned on for 50 minutes. If you got anything out of this, I'd be surprised. But not every week can be a jewel. Not everything can be a diamond. I know, we're all diamonds and precious and priests and queens. Well, yeah, some of us aren't. I'm just, but hey, if you feel as though you deserve more, you should call the spiritual lawyer and she'll intercede on your behalf in the courts of heaven. Oh. <laughs> um. Sometimes she also teaches and offers courses on, uh, with her ministry called Advocates of Heaven. More specifically... Wow, (laughs) I use big words so people think I'm smart. We all experience soul fragmentation at some point in our life. Excuse me? Soul fragmentation? What epistle is that in? Which gospel? Please point me to the gospel. We're all... (gasps) We've all experienced soul fragmentation at some point in our life. Trauma creates a split in our soul. These are called protectors. Those soul parts become our protectors, but they can end up sabotaging our very own destiny. Wow. Wow. I should have given this lady more than 10 minutes, huh? Inner healing is a deliverance from our own soul fragments, clearing up our mind, therefore allowing us to fully walk in our purpose and destiny. Uh, You've likely noticed that none of these people mention repentance or walking in Christ. It's always about walking in your purpose and your destiny. Wow. So if if you need a spiritual lawyer, call 1-800 take my cash. She recently appeared on the Deep Believer channel where she recounts how God transported her to the Garden of Eden where she chatted with Eve. Latour insists that we can create realms today and that the Garden of Eden can be accessed by reading the book of Genesis and manifesting a portal to it in faith. Lady, lay off the fantasy novels. I'm begging, please. Now, my question to Miss or Mrs. Latour, I don't want to be presumptuous, is if you can open a portal to the Garden of Eden, why didn't you stay there? It's the Garden of Eden! Now, granted, if you believed in the stacked universe theory, uh, then her remaining in the Garden of Eden may have had to render the book of Genesis null and void because it would have been Adam and Eve and Anne Latour. When you you read, and God created man, and then he took the rib and he created woman, and suddenly out of nowhere, faint spiritual lawyer Anne Latour appeared in the garden. That, that would have been in, like, the first chapter of Genesis. Did you, did you not get noticed? by? Well, no, you spoke to Eve. What did Eve say? Let me guess. Hold on. I, I, I don't think she discusses it in the article. If she does, we'll talk about it next week. But I've got three, four minutes. I'm going to take a sip, and I'm going I'm to tell you what I think Eve said to, to, to Anne Latour. As Anne and Eve sat together, Eve took Anne's hand and said, Paul was a misogynist. From where I'm sitting, he will be a misogynist. Don't, don't listen to that wives obey your husbands. You're a spiritual lawyer after all. I mean, if it takes you belittling your husband to walk in your destiny then you got to do what you got to do, sister. I haven't decided yet, but that apple's looking good, and I want to be smart. So I may just, hey, I make a choice. I live with the choice. Or why didn't Ann say, hey, Eve, you probably shouldn't. But then that would have changed the future. This is complicated. We can't fix this in a minute. Needless to say, if you're in need of a spiritual lawyer, now you know who to call. That she happens to be a woman is something beyond my control. However, you don't see a guy this insane, do you? I mean, the worst Mike Murdoch said was that somebody gave him a bmw black on black and that if you send him a dollar i don't know somebody's going to give you five or ten it's whatever it's the best investment you could ever make because you know grecian formula isn't cheap those of you who know what he looks like you'll know what i'm talking about i know all over the place anyway i appreciate you thank you for listening i hope you got something out of this uh just, just be wise and be prepared. Uh, if you want to make a few bucks, go grab some Theraflu and NyQuil uh, or DayQuil or Sudafed. Uh, just don't buy too much Sudafed because apparently that's what they make. Uh, what is it? Not crack. <laughs> Something. Maybe they, they make some sort of drug out of it, and you might get a knock on your door from the Phoebs. Uh, Sir, you bought 3,000 Sudafed capsules. Uh, try to explain uh, that you're planning on selling them back to the market in the fall for a profit. Yeah, that's not going to be good. So just be smart. I, I kid, of course. But then again, eh, you know, they're doing this. It's not like there's, they're, they're planning on it or there's whispers. There's actually, they're actually doing this. The FDA is being used and they're removing Dayquil, Mucinex, Sudafed and Seraflu from the shelves in pharmacies. Welcome to freedom. Doesn't it taste good? Anyway, Gino, you got 2 minutes to be more eloquent wise and discerning than me. Hit it.
1: All right, thanks Mike. Uh, you forgot about Mike Murdoch's wisdom keys. Yeah, that was a big deal. The wisdom keys Got to scratch your head. A lot of these folks have. But um, actually, I want to, anyone listening, I got a CD of music called The Promise. I just put it out. It's not on the website yet. But if you email handofhelpoffice at com, and uh, you would like a free CD, I will send you a free CD. All I ask is when you get the CD, there'll be a little number nine envelope in there. If you want to help and give anything, you're not, I'm not predicating this with that, but if you want to donate towards Hand of Help in any way, there'll be a little number nine envelope in there. It's your option. But I have some of these CDs that I just got, and I think it's a nice uh, CD about how beautiful the birth of Jesus Christ and uh, the Lord coming into the world is. It's called the promise. There's like eight songs on it. And it was recorded live in Tennessee with a string section. So I want to give you that again, email hand of health office at aol.com. It's kind of a little gift from us to you. Uh, thank you for listening to the broadcast and, uh, Also, remember, we do put it online at Rumble. Uh, So get the word out to other folks. Each week I see more and more people are uh, listening to it. So thank you again for listening to the Light of Truth broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Bodea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at HandUpHelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at AOL.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. Board Professionals Use Gabby. First AI and Board Management Software. This aim-